let's just start to wrap it up here. You know, I really appreciate you uh, making time to talk with me. This is it's, super fun. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I definitely wanted to do something with you. Like, you know, you, you were kind enough to come on with, with Dean Davis mm -hmm. last year, and I know you had fun with them. Yeah, they were hilarious. I yeah. love them. So, you know, I, uh, I'm glad. I'm, like I said, I'm always glad to plat to, to give platforms to people like you. And yeah, you've been... You're a good friend, so you know I definitely wish you the best. But uh, I'm just gonna hit you with a couple of quick hitters. Okay. I'm sort of I'm I'm, I'm sort of evolving this. Like I said, this, this is the first of the series, so. Okay. I, I got a couple questions that I know I want to ask right. writers sort of right. every time out. So um, the first one, I think you, you may have answered this already, but what's one writer who you feel that you're going to be chasing throughout your career? Gosh. Um. Dead or alive? Yeah, dead or alive. Definitely Royka, I think. Yeah, I, I that's mean, what like I again, it was like it was my, in, my introduction to journalism. Like that was that was the that was what you aspired to. Um, and I know like um, another well a well-known sports writer, no, a well-known black sports writer, also holds Royko in high esteem. But I feel like the ghost of Mike Royko would probably shake his head. Um, that's me. Jason Whitlock, who has me walked on Twitter. I think I said that to him. Um, Are you gonna be chasing him I with a Twitter state? Yes, I'm like, mm. um, But no, like, I, it's a tradition of Mike Rocco. And, um, and you know, writer, other writers like Langston Hughes and Zoranna Hurston, Nikki Giovanni, like, these were my influences growing up. So, like, I, whenever I, you know, write about things, um, uh, I sort of carry them with me. Um, I think um, they, they were able to speak to people in a way, um, or connect with, they were connected with people in a way that I think, I, I think it's in many ways really kind of hard to even articulate. Like, you can't, how do you, how do you, words describe the feeling of when you read something and say, um, um, I'm totally blanking right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you say, no way. No, no, there's no way. I'm like, there's no way. Um, Can I articulate? Right, there's no, like, I mean, like, he was, like, his earliest, earlier essays, um, Zora's, um, Dirt, was it dirt tracks in a dust? Uh, dust I like the, the, the anthropological stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, because I am lightning right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, reading that, reading those things, reading those, reading that work as I was like that was that's a part of me now. Sure. So now, like when I go forth in the world and I'm sort of you know, helping people tell their stories. I'm not telling them for them, I'm helping them tell their stories. I'm yeah. able to do so in a way that honors them. And not only honors them, but honors the work of folks who come before me. Does that make sense? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that should be like chief, a, a chief idea with any journalist, really, or, and, and most writers in general. Like, you should be a vessel. You shouldn't yeah. be, the stories shouldn't be about you. Yeah. You should be, like I said, providing a platform for other people to tell their stories and to help maybe create better understanding and better, yeah. you know, connections within within our world. Yeah. That's, you know, at least that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah.
<laughs> but uh, going back to the, the quick hitters here, okay. uh, what's one writer who you um, you may know of, but a lot of people may not know of, who you just think is the shit right now? Particularly, really? I may have heard, I think I heard of it. Okay, um, it was like a collective of writers for a moment, like they've all like sort of gone on to figure out better things. Okay. Um, but one writer in particular who has really um, low key, I low key stand for her, even if you've never met in person, <laughs> uh, Stasha L. Brown. Okay. Um, I think she's a producer, uh, she, she produces a radio show now on the East Coast. You say Stasha L. Stasha. Okay. One of the most prolific writers I've ever fucking read. Like her essays are just amazing. Mm. Um, and I'm really hoping she writes a book one day. Um, because, my God. Like I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's her. Um, like I know, I, I think um, people already know the same, but like. Um, Jhumpa Lahiri, um, she's, um, she's got like maybe like 20 plus years before, like she's a well-known author, um, um, usually like her, you know, protagonists are usually Indian American or first generation, um, and she writes about humanity in a way that, again, like, it, it defies description. Like, I, I don't know how many times I've read, um, like, some of her, like, I, I can't tell you, like, I cry every time I read her stuff. Like, every time. Like, it's, I'm weeping. Um, I'm going to tear up right now, but, like, um, just one of the best to ever do it. Like, one of the best to ever sort of cry with the human condition in such a way that, um, I don't know, like, it just, it, like, it really fucks with you. Um, but, yeah, those two are the first ones I've Okay. What's your go-to procrastination technique? Real Housewives. <laughs> all of them. Uh, not all of them. I am I am partial to Atlanta, New York, Potomac. Um, I haven't heard, I've heard about Potomac, but I haven't heard like, many people talk about it. So imagine, that's, a, that's a mostly black yeah, cast. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's like all the... I'm going to get in trouble with this. It's like... <laughs> um, Oh, uh, wow, okay. No, 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 I'm joking, I swear, I love AKs, so my best friends are AKs, I love you ladies. Um, <laughs> but no, like, it's, you know, like, it's, it's so mindless and so petty, and my husband, he will sit there, and he will, he will drag me for watching this shit, but he can watch with me, because he knows, <laughs> it's quality fucking TV. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love, like, like, trash TV is my, it's my jam, so... The Real Housewives franchise, um, Black Ink Crew, both cities. I fuck with New York and I fuck with Chicago. Never been to Chicago. I am curious now. Um, never been to Nine Man. No, no, never been to Nine Man. I'm not like I. I'm a casual fan. I don't even see the shit. I don't, you know, 
don't need to see it in person. I don't appreciate it on the street. You might end up on this other right. episode. <laughs> right, I don't need that. I don't need to fight. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, I, I'm with all the shit. I, uh, it's, it's my thing. And like, I, now it's a treat for me because I'm, you know, sometimes I have to cover a late meeting or whatever and I don't get in right away. So if the shit's on DVR, mm. so the weekend is so like, And sometimes, you know, by, you know, you know, I might be on deadline and wait on the call back and it's like nothing else hidden. So like, let's let's see what Caesar and the gang are up to today. It's like um, but yeah, dude, I I am not I I, I make no apologies for uh, Wait, you t- you told me that you you were cutting into your trash TV time to talk to me. So right, you're right, I, I very right. yeah, I very much appreciate <laughs> the fact that I've I've gotten you away from right, that now. You know, right. Like, I was doing okay. I was gonna, you know, uh, I think there are a couple episodes of um, Summer House that I might have because I also like white people shenanigans. Okay. Um, it's good to see them. Right. Like white people behaving badly. Yeah. Like I mean, this is about as close reparations as I want to get. Yeah, right. So like I, you know, I would watch a group of, you know, uh, yuppies take over a, a summer house in the Hamptons and like this and say, because, you know, why not, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I, I did take time out today to, you know, a time out of my busy trash TV watching schedule. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm very... I had fun though, this is great. I'm very appreciative, <laughs> both of that and of, of our conversation, Jamie. Jamie Nesbitt Golden, thank you very much for being our first guest on Writer's Room. Thank you for having me, this is great. And yeah, just uh, wish you great luck with uh, Wednesday and with everything else in, in your wonderful career. Thank you. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Kyle Means once again. Uh, editorial director of War Media, WeAreRegalRadio.com. And um, just wanted to uh, do a little outro here, give you a little taste of our new uh, show, our new series, Writer's Room. Uh, you can hear the entire interview with me and Jamie on Wednesday. Uh, that's when I'll be releasing that in time for her event, which she'll be uh, taking place in with uh, Feminista Jones at Women and Children's First Bookstore uh, here in Chicago. It's going to be a book uh, signing and uh, reading uh, off of Feminista, uh, based off of Feminista's new book, Reclaiming Our Space, uh, which is uh, in general about uh, how pow- powerful black women have been in social media and uh, movements they have uh, ignited and, uh, you know, really... Uh, transformed a lot of the narratives that uh, have surrounded black women and, and black people in general uh, and, and other people uh, through uh, activism and uh, write, writing and everything like that. So uh, definitely is, if you're interested in those subjects, that subject matter, I would definitely recommend uh, uh, checking that out. You can get more information on our IG and uh, on Jamie's IG as well, Instagram. So, uh, you know, hit them, hit them up about that. Hit us up, hit up about that. Um, yeah, just uh, uh, main reason I wanted to do this outro though is because uh, I you know I gave this little piece of uh the end of our talk, which I'm sort of building up. I'm going to be sort of building it up 
as we go along with this series. It's sort of like, I guess right now I'm calling it the writer's rundown uh, as part of the writer's room. This is a, the rundown will be more of a quick hit segment at the end of each conversation where I throw out these uh, routine questions uh, to my guests. You know, it's just certain stuff that I like to know, you know, as a writer speaking to another writer, you know, things that would interest me. So uh, I only had, you know, three questions. I should have prepared better, but <laughs> I had those three questions that I threw out at Jamie, and she was she was great with them, of course. But uh, I'll probably add more, maybe. I think I want to have at least five that I do for each guest. And um, I figure, you know, since I'm, you know, a writer, I you know, consider myself a writer, and, uh, you know, I'm on the show, you know, you'll hear me every every episode. I figure I'd, uh, you know, uh, give y'all give y'all a little insight into me and give you my answers for these three questions as well. Um, and I'll probably do it again, if, you know, once I have more questions uh, available in the rundown. But anyway, uh, as you heard on those in the segment with Jamie, uh, the questions that I asked. First off, I asked her uh, who was a writer living or dead that she feels she's going to be chasing throughout her career. She said uh, Mike Royko, the uh, legendary uh, Chicago journalist and columnist. Um, uh, for me, I my writer is a uh, pretty well-known uh, pioneer and uh, you know groundbreaking uh, black sports journalist named Ralph Wiley. Uh, you may have heard of him if you're as old as me, you may have heard of him from some of the spots that he used to do on ESPN, you know, sports reporter stuff. He used to do some uh, uh, editorials on SportsCenter, too, for a little while. And you know, he, he was primarily associated with ESPN by the time of his death. But he, read, he wrote for a lot of magazines, uh, particularly Sports Illustrated, had a celebrated run with them. And, um, you know, wrote a lot of books, a lot of books, Cop, you know, uh, essays, you know, uh, collections of essays and, and just a lot of important uh, writings and opinions that he offered on, you know, uh, sports and the intersection of sports and race and culture. And, you know, he just was an amazing writer to me. And, you know, he was really out there uh, saying a lot of the things that uh, we take for granted now in our sports dialogue as far as, you know, people who make stand, take stands and, you know, really replify people. You know, he was doing that when there was like only a, a truly a handful of black people out there who we've been given any platform to write on sports or anything else for that matter. You know, today, you know, all type of black people write you know, online and offline. And, you know, it's, it's great. But, uh, you know, he, like I said, he was out there when it was only like six, seven columnists, black columnists in the country. And like a few of those were like black sports writers. And, you know, he was, he took stance and, you know, he really ingratiated himself with a lot of black athletes at the time. And, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of people follow him, you know, uh, have followed in his footsteps, people like Bomani Jones and, um, you know, probably the most famous. I think any any black writer, you know, Mike, Michael Wilbon, 
any black sports columnist, I think if you bring up the name Ralph Wiley, you'll get a lot of uh, plaudits and uh, praise about that man. Uh, any black writer, like I said, from my age, I'm 35 on up, uh, you, you'll you hear a lot about Ralph Riley if you uh, mention him. But uh, that's my answer to that question. As far as the uh, other questions, I'll be a little quicker on those. Uh, my writer who uh, a lot of people may not know about, I'll say my writers, Real Radio. My guys, man, uh, Chris Pennant, Josh Hicks, uh, Sid. Of course, Sid has always held us down since day one. And uh, Ryan, man, the, those are my guys. Man, my Fantastic Four right now giving me a lot of great content and really powering what we do. And they've allowed me to sit on my ass as far as writing goes. I still do a lot of editing, of course. But, you know, they've really put a, put their all in the uh, providing a lot of stuff for us, and you know, I appreciate them. So I'll provide that answer. I, I could provide a more, uh, you know, a, a, another type of answer. Of course, I could, you know, a more objective answer. But uh, no, I'm just gonna wrap my guys right there. And the uh, last question: uh, Go to procrastination technique i'm engaging in that sort of right now i'm watching monday night raw so <laughs> uh tv and wrestling in particular that's a go-to for me but i'll also say uh mobile video games are kind of a go-to for me i like uh i like i like uh soccer I like to play soccer I like to play nba live mobile madden mobile <laughs> and some you know Maybe I'll do some uh, solitary every now and then or like a uh, sort of a classic game port like a Sonic or something like that. So if, I, if it's available, you know, I'll, I'll play on a tablet or I'll play on my phone. You know, that's, that stuff will get me caught up for a little bit. If I want to, if I'm like just like, man, fuck writing or fuck, <laughs> or fuck uh, you know, anything, you know, I'm sort of into and I'll, I'll jump right into those games right quick and uh, sold out for a minute. And listening to music, too. Listening to music, I might do it. You know, I could do that at the same time or listen to a podcast, definitely. Uh, you know, podcasts other than one I create, I should say. Uh, so, yeah, those are my answers, uh, my rundown answers. And um, like I said, I'll try to give you some more in the future once I add more questions to the rundown. Uh, hope you like that little piece. I think you're really going to like the entire conversation with me and Jamie. So uh, stay tuned for that coming up in a couple of days.